0: The name is Sparks, man. I thought you knew, serving up the best show for you to listen to, repping Cleveland, a witch. Cause we take the cake, like the day's a birthday, you got to celebrate. 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 Let's kick this motherfucker oh. off. Hi, how you doing? You good? Hopefully, you're good. <laughs> I hated how I started the show today. Hi. <laughs> Whatever. Hey man, it's Sparks. Hopefully it's uh, not your first time here and you're back and I appreciate it. If it is your first time, well then, hot damn, welcome. Welcome to the show, man. Appreciate it. I do this every single day. Take three stories that jump out at me, go over them with you. And then at the end of the show, I give shout outs and a, and a thanks to the people that hit me up on Instagram, DM me their address to get a free sticker. I'll tell you all about how to do it at the end of the show today. So let's get to it. Three stories. One, normally I bear this at the end of the show, but I gotta, I gotta put it right on the top of the show today because I am flabbergasted. Dude, I went to the dentist earlier today, before the show. I went to the dentist, and dude, let me just say this. You got okay, you gotta go to the dentist. But the dentist does suck. I'm not denying that. I understand that it's like one of the worst places, but it's not the worst place for what a lot of people bitch about. All right. So, yes. Do they make you bleed? Yes. Are they poking at you with those tiny canes like they're trying to drag your teeth off the stage of the Apollo? Yes, I'm not denying that. But the worst part, the worst part of the dentist is the dental hygienist. That's who you spend the most time with. She's got you, hook, line, and finger. The actual dentist is in there for like two seconds if everything's going fine. The dental hygienist, you're laying down, your mouth is open, like you're about to be waterboarded. What do you want? You want this to be over as fast as it can be. What does she want? A conversation. This isn't a conversation, Janet! Janet was the name of my dental hygienist today. It's not a conversation. It's a hostage situation. You can't move. All you can do is just stare at them like you're in the sunken place. While they just go on and on and on and on about their lives. Whatever you, whatever they want to talk about without your feedback. That's all they're doing. It's like you've been sent to Guantanamo, say. I now know, the whole time I was laying there, I was like, I now know what it's like to be Janet's cat. No wonder those creatures are assholes. I get it now. Today, Janet, all she kept talking about, which blinds she was thinking about putting up in her bathroom. was Like, oh my God. This whole conversation is worthless because it's obvious you're oblivious to catching shade. It's not a conversation when one person can talk and the other person's all glossy-eyed and drooling on themselves. That's how you talk to a coma patient. Shout out to Kimmy, yesterday's episode. Another thing, don't ask me questions. I cannot talk. Everything you own is on that tray and it's in my face right now. And I'm an idiot. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to respond to your question and then end up getting stabbed by that Nike metal swoosh you call a tool. Dentist, hygienist, nurse, I don't care what it is. Everyone in that industry is into BDSM. Think about it. They're doms, dude. They're doms. They love control. They enjoy your pain. They're always talking about searching your cavities. And when it's over, they're like, You're coming back in six months! To do it all over again. Yes. Uh yes, madam. What are you gonna do? You're gonna say no? You're like, oh, I have plans on that random Tuesday at 9 six months from now. No, she knows. You can't lie. You have to take it. They love it. They love it. Story number two, Jerry Fallbad. Oh, man, this guy. Dude, this story is wild. I don't know if you heard about this. Jerry Falwell, whew, he's having a rough August. If you don't know who Jerry Falwell is, he is, and I guess now was the president of Liberty University, which is a college where all alcohol is banned. You can't have premarital or extramarital sex. Uh, You can't look up any porn or any content with nudity. Or, as I like to call it, sexually frustrated university. A place where just addressing the student body would make you engorged. Babe, look at this! I did it! Ten points for the word engorged. I got it in the show today. No, it's so exciting. Where was I? Uh, Yes. How sad is this campus, dude? Everyone there is lying. You know it. I know it. Everyone there is just lying to each other and saying they're not having sex or drinking. And I know everyone because Jerry Falwell, their faithful leader, apparently his favorite part of class is watching someone put the ass in it in an explosive news story about Falwell, his wife, Becky, and a 29-year-old former pool attendant, Giancarlo Granda. Granda telling Reuters he met the couple in 2012. So Giancarlo Granda told us that he had an intimate relationship with Becky Falwell and that Jerry Falwell liked to watch. What? What did ABC News just tell us? Yeah, a lot. Let's start at the beginning. The pool boy. Look, Jerry, I know you haven't watched porn, because at this point, that's just... I mean, come on, dude, that's just poor writing. That's such a trope, a porno trope. So, Jerry Falwell's wife, Becky, has been getting parted like the Red Sea by a Jerry Fall guy. And, to top it off, Jerry likes to watch him bend it like Becky! Becky! There's so many parts of the story that make me so happy. I do have a, a couple of questions, though. Uh, number one, are you at least getting a discount on the pool cleaning, Jerry? Number two, please tell me that you go by Jerry Swinger in the bedroom. Number three, do you at all feel like a major fucking hypocrite? All these guys, every single one of them. And the most staunch defenders of the sanctity of this and the holy God of that, they are all doing exactly what they're telling you not to do. Every single one, man. And of course, Jerry Falwell, he's denied all of this. But the French pool pump audio guy, he's got recordings, he's got emails, he's got a a litany of things backing him up that he leaked to, to Reuters. This all seems like it is out of a movie. I just can't, I cannot put my finger on what the movie is, because, unfortunately, you cannot watch those kind of movies at Liberty University. Story number three, bacteria are screaming for help. I will tell you what the hell that means and what I'm talking about right after the break. Join me. Story number three, bacteria are crying for help. And I... Did not know this, but apparently bacteria cry for help. They're using that with, like, quotations around it. According to new research from the University of Texas at Austin. Real, real quick, though, before I go on with the story. When I say Austin, Texas, who do you think of? All right, all right, all right. Why? Every time, Austin, Texas. Why? And why that catchphrase, dude? You could have been... Matthew McConaughey. Hey, hey, hey. Dude. You know what, though? Actually, now that I think about it, that's actually probably a little bit too close to Fat Albert. And you don't want to be associated with that at all. Which, by the way, how insane was it when Cosby yelled that as he was leaving court for raping women? Do you remember that? He yelled that out. Yeah. of human shit. Bacteria apparently alert or call out to their fellow mates while they're dying. It's a chemical release that allows them to adapt to the threat in the hopes that the rest of them will survive. Which is very Shakespearean if you think about it. It reminds me of the 1997 movie Volcano. Remember when the guy was in the back of the subway car and he jumps directly into lava? And then... (laughs) As he's melting, he throws a full-grown man like a football to safety, sacrificing himself to save his friend. Yeah. Shakespeare and Volcano. Shakespeare would have loved Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. What a class act. I wonder what they are yelling, the bacteria, when they're dying. Are they like, oh, fission, oh, Oh, man. I, for one, am going to sleep soundly thinking of their screams of death while I'm washing my hands. I can't wait to imagine them screaming to their family for help in pain and agony. Next time, I am rinsing my palms. I'll enjoy the slaughtering... Of their branchless family tree. Each and every single one of them. 99.999% eradication. I will smile upon their death. Actually, it's the closest thing I've ever said to sounding like a serial killer. That is it for the show Thank you so much for listening today. Now, let me tell you how you can get a free Sparks Radio sticker. Dude, if you want one, oh man, I would love to send you one. All you got to do is jump on Instagram, give me a follow, and then DM me your address. It's that easy. I will drop one in the mail for you. All you got to do is jump on there add Sparks Radio, give me the old follow and uh, DM me your address, and I will mail you one. It's that easy. Look for it in the mail, and finally something cool comes in the mail that didn't cost you anything, and I'll greatly appreciate it. If you really want to help out the show, the best thing you could do is tell a friend, and I can see that you're actually doing it, and it's awesome. Dude, the numbers are going up, and I'm, like, blown away. So thank you so much. If you like this episode, tell a friend. Point them to this specific one. If this one wasn't your deal, but you liked yesterday's one, we talked about, Uh, Kim Jong-un in a coma and his sister taking over, definitely hit that one up. Just point them at the episode you like. And of course, if you want to rate and review, I'd appreciate that as well. So thank you so much. I will be back tomorrow and I will see you then.